Hello to all great sensitive minds and welcome to the Great Sensitive Mind podcast. My name is B and today I am diving into the deeper description of high sensitivity and high sensitive people. A few quick notes before I start. I recommend to begin with my trailer episode zero, let's say, um, where I speak more about my podcast and also just a quick note. Uh, I start with more hands-on episodes where um, I feel that there is actually a need to be more informative at the beginning and that's why my first episodes will be more descriptive and educative. I believe that it can help everyone to understand more things later on. So there's a lot to talk about but I will try to point the most important findings and information in this episode. Um, But don't worry, further on I will devote each episode to specific topics as well. In this episode, I will firstly talk what is high sensitivity and who are high sensitive people. I will speak a little bit about research and history of high sensitivity as a trait. Um, And I will dive a little bit into the differences in high sensitive people and also talk to non-highly sensitive people because we need them. Um, Also I will make some important announcement at the end so there is definitely some news to look for. Uh, I am taking information mostly from website hsperson.com and books from Elaine Aron and uh, sometimes I will refer to highly sensitive people as HSPs, so don't be confused. So, the main characteristics of high, highly sensitive person. I will start with a few questions. Are you sensitive to surrounding stimuli such as sound, smell, light or temperature? Do you react strongly to pain? Do you feel like you can react to things other may overlook or don't pay attention to? Can you relate to others' feelings or emotions? Or do you feel overwhelmed a lot or you just simply need to spend more time alone? If the answers are yes to most of the above mentioned questions then you are most likely to be a highly sensitive person. High sensitivity is a trait that has been found in every fifth person in all population. That's quite a lot. Uh, There is around 20% of all population believed to have this trait. Uh, Some of the main characteristics are Um, stronger reactions to senses like sight, hearing, smell or touch. For example, if uh, you are in a space where the music is put on a really high volume and it's very noisy, you can feel really disturbed. Or if you are in a restaurant and from the kitchen you can smell a lot of different scents, you can feel a little bit uncomfortable. The other characteristic is that we as highly sensitive people have rich and complex emotional and personal life. Okay, this looks or this uh, sounds a little bit fancy. But what I mean about it is that we have 
a lot of thoughts going on at one time in our minds and they are repeating over and over and over and they are there all the time and we sometimes have difficulties with focus and difficulties of letting things go. We also relate to our emotions much more. We uh, have many times a lot of emotions uh, going on at one time and we don't know how to react to it. Uh, it's difficult to uh, describe it to other people. Um, or we also uh, can sense a lot of feelings and emotions from others which again influence our emotions. Um, you can also find yourself more prone to creativity or art. For example, you like to listen to certain kind of music or music generally suits you um, or you just like to go to museums and look at uh, interesting paintings and such. The sensitivity that we have also causes to sense small details that other people cannot. What I mean about it is that Basically, if you are in a group of people, um, e if one of them is feeling disturbed or, um, let's say, under weather, you might be the only one who can sense it just by looking at this person or just talking with this person and you can already hear from her or his voice some subtle differences. But the other people around you seem to not see this and they don't care or they just simply cannot relate to it. But we can. As you might have guessed, uh, all of these characteristics that I just mentioned um, lead to over overwhelming feeling. Um, what it means is that... Uh, we as highly sensitive people do get aroused more by uh, surroundings and the stimuli around us and uh, scientists actually say that um, all of the people uh, ha need an arousal in a certain kind of level and it then depends how much person perceives this arousal and if it's too much or too less or in general how much we will uh, perceive then it um, influences how we react to it and as it's obvious highly sensitive people do have higher um, reactions to these arousals um, and another thing that is important to mention high sensitive people many actually say that we are shy or uh, we are introverted but it's actually not true it's more that this over arousals and overwhelming feelings uh, lead us to uh, need to have a ta time or space alone There is actually a, a short 
version of all of these characteristics, which uh, Dr. Elaine Aron describes as DAS, D-O-E-S. The D comes from depths of processing, O for overstimulation, E for emotional reactivity and empathy, and S for sensing the subtle. Um, sometimes you can also find the term high sensitivity as sensory processing sensitivity, aka SPS. Um, the crucial point for everyone is that it doesn't matter if you identified yourself as a male, female, female or anything in between, if you are young or old or any other demographic characteristics. This is what I love about HSPs. There is no boxing regarding your beliefs or visual qualities. High sensitivity can be in anyone and that's what is wonderful about it. Overall, all of these prejudices towards gender, race, sexuality or religion have been created by men over the years, not nature. And these labels have been always changing depending on the society situation. Think about... Um, women allowance to vote or different views on sexuality thus there is not truth in these boxes being more important than anything else and high sensitivity on the other hand has been within us always as nature always proves i have no doubt that many of you already have found more about this topic as you found my podcast as well after all but for the ones who just found out about it i recommend to take a test i think there are now plenty of sources where you can find this test but i always refer to hsperson.com website and the category self-test you can click on are you highly sensitive and simply you take this test the page is explaining all the steps and how to evaluate so i don't need to get into the details here after all many of the questions are similar to what i have mentioned before at the beginning of this uh, episode so i wish you good luck now it's important to pause and say one important note if you are highly sensitive you are not weird you are not something less than others you are not a weirdo highly sensitivity is not psychological disorder nor you're mentally sick of course unless you are suffering from other mental health issues but in that case if you have suspicion please visit your doctor i accept my high sensitivity as a gift and power and i recommend to everyone please do so as well And not to mention that it is scientifically proven that this trait is innate, aka inborn or inherited in our DNA. So high sensitivity has been found in other species of animals and also plants. And Dr. Elaine also says that it serves as a type of survival. Now a little bit about history and research. Elaine mentions that it might seem like throughout our history, when society lived in much worse conditions, high-sensitive people might have had bigger issues with survival in um, in the society from the simple evolutionary and biological point of view, uh, because they, of course, are higher sensitive. But what Elaine says is that 
in nature uh, there are actually two main groups to put it simply the higher sensitive and the lower sensitive because they need each other uh, to survive the so to speak bolder type of people might overlook things that high sensitive people wouldn't therefore it would be easier to get killed or trapped in a problematic situation if tribes didn't have people to sense a danger but i don't want to put hsps on a pedestal and say that they are the only key to survival of course not how many of you would like to willingly go to a war and kill an attacker uh, I don't think that too many of you are just raising hands now, right? See, as I said, the society needs both. Later on, HSPs become the much-needed advisors and thinkers to help rulers, kings and chiefs with their plans to protect their community. Now, our society runs on business, technology and powers, which for us HSPs is sad news. But on the other hand, today society allows us to speak up and find our space to learn from each other and create community teaching and helping others. Thus, my advice is to fight and take the good side uh, as our advantage and find a way how to give uh, our high sensitivity the equal position within the, within the society because it deserves it. Maybe some of you started to speculate a little bit and have comments like but look I am feeling great most of the time and I don't have problems with my sensitivity or I might relate to a few things but I am not bordered by them too much etc. In this case I'm very happy to have you here because I believe that you can help other uh, HSPs with accepting and dealing with their high sensitivity. There are many different characteristics with high sensitivity, which makes it a little bit more tricky to always relate to all of us. But please take it also as a learning moment to find out more about high sensitivity in general. Scientists also already classified different types of HSPs, but I will talk about it more in my next podcast episode. Uh, to all of you who don't think you can relate to this trade, please stay with me and us here as well. You're very important because firstly you understand or you can now understand high sensitivity more and you will also better understand the behavior of, of HSPs and how to communicate with them. And secondly, you can be a role to other people strange to this trade uh, later on who will see a good example in you see you can find a highly sensitive person in your family it can be your child or your partner and later on you can understand why uh, they are behaving in a certain way or why you have to communicate with them in a certain way to ease things uh, thank you very much for your interest and please stay with us here and learn more.
so this is it uh, before I really finish I want to make some announcements I am very soon going to launch my Instagram page where I want to share some pictures with you and again create an another um, platform where we can speak when we can talk and share I'm also planning to launch patreon I don't know if you know about it but this is a platform for also podcasters to um, create a community and again share um, so later on we might also have some kind of space to uh, we can have a place to uh, talk about certain topics um, and uh, I will try to put some information there as well uh, but before these things I am enclosing my email address into the description of this episode where you can already contact me and share your stories which I'm very looking forward to because I will also relate to them I uh, will find out more and then uh, later on I can speak about and share in your with your permission your stories here as well now it's the time to announce the next episode topic which will be about how it all works if you are a highly sensitive person and what to do thank you for listening and have a lovely morning evening or anything bye